0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to These Go to 11. Once again, I'm Nathan Bell. Joining me as always, Greg Dutcher. Greg, what's going on, man?
1: Not much, dude. I uh, can't believe we're at the end of April.
0: I know. That uh, that went by so fast.
1: (laughs) It did. And you might catch a little bit of my uh, spring allergies, dude. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. Flaring up. So I will try not to be sniffing all over this podcast. Get you some Claritin. Yes, it did go by fast, dude. But, you know, I love this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, we are heading into the... Summer months heading into uh, hopefully some R and R and some interesting podcast topics, but we'll get to that.
0: Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to that. We'll be uh, we'll be releasing our preview. Yeah, uh, coming up. Uh, well, it'll probably probably be released with uh, this one. Yeah, uh, or a little before this one. So yeah, usually yeah. we try to you know this is our last one in April.
1: So so in other words, the preview's already been out.
0: Well, yeah. As far as the audience is concerned, audience, we'll be we'll be uh, recording I, it right I, after we finish this one. I love one, these so. time
1: travel moments, dude. I know.
0: It's a little it's a little wonky though, because when you start trying to think about events, right? Yeah. When we start talking about different events and things like that, it's like, wait a minute. Well, we're recording this one on this date, and this event happened actually yesterday. Yeah. But when <laughs> yeah. we drop this podcast, it's actually going to be. 4 weeks from today and yeah I'm
1: sure dude we've had this in the past I mean we obviously were not doing this 20 plus years ago with 911 Right but 911 is that type of event Yes when you know most people that podcast regularly like like we do would call each other up Yes did, because you want to you kind of want to hit that fresh You want yeah um we did something like that, if you remember, Nathan. With COVID, yeah, we employed your great hosting skills because uh, we did two kind of pastoral seminars. Yes, uh, that I remember at the time because everybody, what in the world is going on? Yes. What's the world like? And I think people were craving conversation, interpretation. Yep. So you know, we'll probably have those moments. Yeah, oh, when yeah. there's really major things happening. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> there's always important things happening, but you know, the urgent stuff. Right. But yeah, I uh, it can be hard sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, we are always willing to scrap what we plan. That's right. To respond to something timely.
0: That's right. Well, but we don't actually have to do that now because no, we don't. the resurrection is timeless. Yes, it is. And it is always good to talk about. And I've I've enjoyed our walk through Me too. Uh the historical Uh, Resurrection. What does that look like? What does that mean? And uh, you know, week one, we we spent our time talking about uh, the the disciples and just you know where uh, what what change. I mean, this change that happened. And then we spent uh, last week talking about uh, just some different thoughts behind that. Right Um, the uh, the disciples hiding. Yeah. You know, and, and them coming out and coming alive, oh, seeing yeah. the risen Christ. And uh, today we're going to talk about some of the objections to the resurrection. And I think that's good because the scriptures, and, and I think people forget this sometimes. I think believers forget this sometimes. Yeah, That scripture can be pressed. Yes. And if it's truth, it will stand it will stand the pressure. It will stand the test of time. 100%. And, and that's why I believe it has nothing to do with this sense of, you know, it, looking at, you know, uh, faith. Faith is a thing, um, uh, substance of things uh, hoped for and things uh, not seen. Yes. Right? And the idea behind this is it's it's not just this blind luck. I'm going to throw a dart and hopefully I hit the right mark. It's God actually putting it out there and saying, no, 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 no. You can have faith in it because it's been tested. Yes. And it's been pressed and it's been done by generations before you. It will be done by generations after you. And so you do it yourself. Yes. And the resurrection is just more and more that thing that we hang our hat on and we say, we hold this up as the truth. Yeah among all other truths that we claim
1: dude i would add to that i think you said it well um not that people that are skeptics are walking around thinking this and i'm not but let me just put it this way if you could engage a skeptic thoughtfully i like to put the challenge to the skeptic that listen i uh, you know if you're going to reject christianity I don't think you can do it in an intellectually honest and deeply satisfying way. I know it sounds kind of weird for a Christian pastor to say, reject him in a satisfying way. Maybe the way is a a way that that reaches a threshold of authenticity, a threshold of, hey, I did my work, and I know what I'm rejecting. What I'm driving at is, if you're going to reject it, then become uh, savvy in your arguments against the resurrection. Yes. That's what we're really... Te- now, I'm not saying that's how you lead off a conversation with sure. a skeptic. We build goodwill. We build trust, uh, camaraderie, et cetera. Yeah. But if it the conversation could ever go to that point, to say, listen, I'm going to put something in your court. Yeah. Because we've been talking about the evidences. Yeah, yep. Obviously, the women as the first witnesses, yes. the power that changed lives, um, who would die for a lie when they know right. it's a lie, some of the things we've covered in recent podcasts at some point the conversation should help that skeptic come to a point where they realize, well, why would, what other explanation would there be for the rise of Christianity throughout the world? Yeah. And what you're inviting them to do is, yeah, tell me why the resurrection didn't happen. Yeah. And if you can get to that point, wow. Yeah. I mean, I am quite, persuaded after a long time thinking about these things for many years now that just get gi- to say give me your your alternate yeah better explanation yeah than the one i've got right good luck right you know i mean it, good luck i don't think you'll find it and again nathan we're not talking about hot potato issues right we're not you don't have to persuade somebody of a political outlook that right. like many christians hold you don't have to persuade somebody about you know uh an end times position or right. a how long are the days of creation position? You get to keep it on Jesus at the central event, right. the resurrection. Because if he rose, then what he said matters. Right. And if he didn't, what he said doesn't matter a hill of beans.
0: Right. It and, really doesn't. And that's, and that's what it comes down to yeah. is all the issues that we as Christians try to fight and try to hold up as preeminent issues and the most important issues really it it no 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 the resurrection is the most important issue and paul makes that claim time and time again hands down that if the resurrection never happened guess what we've got nothing
1: no of all men most to be pitied first corinthians 15 um man it's almost like he's saying and you know what here's what i would say in the 21st century west that's harder for us myself included to access yeah. when your yeah. life is relatively comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, we look around, and they think, oh, there's some nice books here, some devotionals, some inspirational thoughts, some poetic uh, touches. Uh, but when when you're in the Roman Empire right. and friends of yours are being fed to lions in the yes. Colosseum or throughout church history, burned at the stake, um, you know, uh, jailed yes. in the middle of the night, um yeah that that takes on teeth is the resurrection real yeah because if it isn't real why are all these poor people suffering right and putting themselves to to such putting themselves at such risk yeah uh, for so much earthly pain so you know i'm not um i'm not a masochist i'm not looking for trouble right but i definitely know that if trouble were to come right this is our stronghold
0: well and we talked about this when we had uh justin on several months ago at yep. this point when we look at the gospel and we look at those things that help us with the gospel the creeds mainly yep. the creeds help us what is important and what isn't important you know we said in that podcast the creeds are what we lay our life down for yeah the The thing spelled out in the creeds, there's nothing that's spelled out in the creeds about a person's sexual orientation. Right. Do I have a biblical thought on that? Absolutely. But you know what? Nobody's salvation is hinging on on that. Yeah. And and there are a lot of people that are going to not be happy with me saying that. But the reality is that that is the truth. That
1: I'm glad you said it. You know. Nathan, I'm, I'm glad you said it. Because you're, you're not saying, you and I talk about these things yeah. all the time the issue is not important. Yeah. You are saying right. the issue is not essential. Yes. And I think that's... Let me say, I had a conversation with somebody recently. I'm not going to give any specifics. Let's just put it that way. Who asked me this very question. Yeah. Should a statement on sexuality, sexual behavior, whether you're dealing with same-sex stuff, LGBTQ plus issues, should it be included in a statement of faith for a church? I'm going to go out and say no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should there be a, a an operating procedure? Should there be a policy? Sure, of course. I'm not. Uh, 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 they used to be called white papers, right? Yeah, Position yeah. papers. Yeah. on something that is. But a statement of faith. Yeah, you you are hopefully saying right. Like that's why, dude. You and I both. Are, right. I'm not big on statements of faith. Right. Pre-millennial, pre-tribulation. Right. References. I know some churches do it, and I guess it right. one said you well they're telling what you believe, but they also seem to be saying. This is the way to see us, yes. yeah. to which I would say, no. Why don't we find the the core issue that Jesus is returning, right? And let our church culture be right. shaped in conversations, etc. On the specifics, right? I put it in the same category. Yeah, uh, I I'm not. I mean, if anybody is listening to this, because I'm echoing what Nathan said. Now I keep looking for something we and I can disagree on. Right. So we need to create like a <laughs> fake fight, like a DC Marvel kind of thing. But <clears throat> I I would affirm 100% what you said, Nathan, that those issues are important. Nobody's denying that. Yes, And there are massive implications for churches, Christian organizations, relationships, discipleship emphases. Massive. But it is not an essential issue of faith. Yes. It's a discipleship issue. Yes. And that that should be put, I think, in that category.
0: Yeah. And so leading into our conversation then, we we talk about the resurrection. Yeah. And, again, we're going to hit some of those things, and so I want to start us off, because a very popular one is uh, what, we, what some might call the swoon theory. Oh, yeah. Uh, that Jesus actually didn't die. Yeah. Uh, what happened was he, basically from all the blood loss, so nobody would argue that Jesus was uh, put on the cross, that sure. he was crucified. Nobody argued that he was beaten, but no, he didn't actually die. What happened was he passed out because yeah. he lost so much blood. And how do we respond to that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just to add it to the, he he's, in, in, in essence, it's a, I'm going to call it a resuscitation story, not a yeah. resurrection story, right? Yeah. Because the, the idea there is that well it, it appeared jesus may have died and this this goes back i mean this was one of the rival theories fairly early on yes i believe within the first 100 years maybe 200 years of early christian origins yep so it's got a lot of ancient um teeth to it so to yes. speak um so that the disciples would have at some point carried away the body of jesus and they would have nursed him back to health yeah so i always say Hey, I love all those good medical dramas where right. the person flatlines, but I say be careful, it's not really a resurrection, it's a resuscitation. Yes. Actually, dude, I'll one up that. We've talked about this before. It's appropriate to say Lazarus was resurrected. Yeah. But not in the fullest not in sense. the
0: true sense. In yeah. the fullest sense, yeah.
1: he was resuscitated yes. himself. Now much more radical than right. somebody the, <laughs> the flatlines. He was dead for four days. Right. But uh he died again. Yes. A true resurrection. Yes. You're resurrected to life eternal. Yes. And that is our true hope. Yeah. We we never again die. So just a quick qualifier there. Yeah. Um so the swoon theory, uh there's a lot of ways to come at it. I mean, um, Jesus would have to be Superman. Yeah. When you understand the account and how meticulous all four gospel writers are in their telling. Yes. In their eyewitness account. Yes. And it is of course uh, not just that he was crucified. I think we talked about this on the last one, didn't we, Nathan that he was he was uh, well, since Monday Thursday, you know the Thursday where they, he celebrates his last meal with his uh, disciples, a yep. uh, Passover meal goes to the garden, prays and then he's arrested yep. I, I doubt I don't think the text explicitly says it, but he had to undergo uh, six trials. Uh, three uh, Jewish, three Roman. He was bounced, you know, from
2: court right, to court, right,
1: you know, and uh, uh <clears throat> he uh, was you know tossed around like a like a rag doll, really, and didn't sleep.
2: Yep,
1: he was uh, a crown of thorns was uh, placed on his head. He was beaten. Yeah, he was mocked, and then uh, he was formally beaten. He was punched by the guard the entire yeah. time. The yeah, the text spit on him, mocked him. Uh, bowed down to him you know, in, in a mocking way like he was, oh, what a king you are, this naked peasant. Striking and then,
0: him with a rod.
1: Yes. And then when Pilate orders the lashing, yeah. uh, the flogging. Yeah. Um,
0: Keep in mind, this is all before the official sentencing of the crucifixion yes. itself. This is uh, it's, a lead up.
1: It's all prelude. You're exactly right. And Pilate hopes when he says in the Gospel of John, behold the man. Yeah. It's pretty obvious that he's. He, this is what is. This is a half measure. Yeah. Hopefully, this half measure will suffice the bloodlust of the crowd. Yeah. I beat him to a pulp. Yeah. He's unrecognizable.
0: Which was was it? Fifty minus one or forty minus one? Forty minus one. Forty minus one. Yeah, so the, the thirty. Thirty-nine, 39 70, lashes. Yeah.
1: And if you remember, Nathan, of all the, the scenes that people in... Back, it was 2004 now, it's hard to believe, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. When Gibson's Passion movie yes. was made. That's the scene that really captured people. Yeah. I saw it with people that said, oh, he was... I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not... For not knowing. Right, right. But, yeah, there was a lot going on before the crucifixion. Yeah. The blood loss would have been massive already. Yes. The fact that he could... Even stand, which is debatable, right? Because as he carries his cross, right, the Romans conscript uh, Simon of Cyrene in yep. service, who is there visiting for the, um, for the uh, uh, uh for the Passover weekend, yeah. uh, to help carry his cross, yep, because he can't carry. So this is all before, yeah. Then he's crucified, yeah. Then, if you bring a theological perspective, as you and I would unashamedly do, yeah. But th- I understand. For a skeptic, they might not necess- they might not open themselves up to this, and that's okay. I'm just saying for us to consider it deeply, he's burying our sins and the concomitant wrath of God for those sins. Right. Yes. So if somebody says, "Well, I'm not sure about that. That sounds kind of uh, ethereal, out of touch," just the sheer physicality of it—you yes. die on the cross by slow asphyxiation. Yes. Um, is ultimately, and you know, the Romans had that all figured out. Um, then the account says what, dude? At the at the end, to me, the, the key is the spear. Yes, in his side.
0: Which am I correct? Is Luke the only one that mentions that oh, as the physician?
1: Good question. I don't know. As we keep talking, yeah. I might do a little look, little and looky. see, or one of our listeners could could know. Yeah, I'm trying to think if that is Luke or others, but Luke certainly with a medical eye um, would would look to that detail. You 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 may be right on that, but. That is a very telling. The blood and water flow. Yes, that's a a kind of jelly, yeah. Uh, uh, substance. Yeah, uh, from the pericardium. Yes, uh, so the
0: liquid actually fills up in the pericardium yes. and separates from from the plasma from the yes. blood.
1: It's a clearish. It's a
0: clearish. Yeah, yeah and uh, so when they pierce, oh. it's this clear substance that's yeah. coming out, indicating that there's no more actual blood flow going exactly. to
1: the heart. Those are the details, the meticulous details of his crucifixion. Yeah, dude. Uh, again, it's it's like w- what's often argued uh, from the creation perspective. Yes. Hey, in the beginning, there was either matter or there was in, there was cosmic intelligence. Right. I agree. Both. I can't understand. Right. Which one explains more of the data? Right. Uh, it takes more faith to be an atheist. Right. It, in my opinion, takes more faith to believe in the swoon theory. Right. Than the story that's set for uh, right uh, to us in Scripture, it it just doesn't hold up.
0: Well, and even even before they they take the spear, the the guards notice he's dead because yes. remember they go they go to break the legs of the other two because yeah. once the legs are broken, the person on the cross cannot lift themselves up to exhale. That's what it was. It
1: expedites the death.
0: Correct, yeah. and and they immediately suffocate because yes. they're not able to exhale. Yeah, and the guard looks and is like. Mm, this dude's already dead. dead. We don't need to do this. And the spear is the proof.
1: Which, Nathan, how many times, you and I think I've talked about this in another context. I've spent a lot of time over the years in hospice. Yeah. Uh, when, when I see people in, the, in their final days and family members as well. Um, there are not enough accolades, awards that can be thrown at those hospice nurses. Oh, and workers yeah. Workers. Yeah. For doing this day in, day out for yeah. decades. Uh, that's a whole other subject. But one thing they know Yes, they know when a person's about yes. to die and when they die. And when I, they die, yeah, I'm amazed. Well, my father-in-law uh, was was passing. You know, he was there for about a week, and the 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 the, the medicines were balanced to the point. It, it was there were some nice moments those first few days when he was still lucid. Yep. controlled my father-in-law's nausea, which had been really difficult in in the weeks leading up to it. It was just pitiful uh and then you know there was that three or four days sort of wow where the person's essentially asleep most of the time yeah and i can't tell one moment to the other right it's amazing how one of the nurses said i think he's about to go yeah and you're how but they know
0: that yeah they they've been around it so much
1: exactly so yes. these, let's be honest, this is an execution squad. Yes. This is their detail. Yeah. They're not, oh, I'm going to uh, be looking over the tax collectors on, right. on, on uh, you know, on the borders yeah. the next day. This is this what they're dispatched do. This is all they do.
0: do day in, day out. Yeah. They're
1: expert and yeah. they know, they know that he's, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, you'd also have to, one last wrinkle, not quite sure how the disciples would have gotten a hold these well-meaning people of the body of Jesus. Right. Um I mean, look, remember a, a few weeks ago, dude, no, we're not going to go political here. Right, right. But when the former President Trump was uh, uh, arraigned and in arraigned, New York, yeah, yeah, I heard somebody the day, I think the day we were podcasting and I was driving over here, I uh, heard a quick news report that said they'd never seen such massive security. Yeah. You got a former president that's got right <laughs> Secret Service, you've got the New York uh you know city police department you've yeah. got the security in the courthouse the bailiffs yeah, yeah. I, you're not getting access to a former president right this is um somebody that the romans and the jews had many many reasons to fear yes rumors etc he was under lock and key yeah so the swoon theory man it's not it yeah. just falls apart doesn't yeah. it yeah
0: yeah as you, there's no way the disciples could do that because the yeah. pharisees had gone to Pilate Um, and you know, I mean, Jesus had to come down off the cross. So Nicodemus offers up, or no, Joseph, Joseph Joseph offers up his, his, uh, tomb, which uh, again, there's so many details that get missed that people just overlook. Jesus would not have had a tomb. And in fact, that's not where he would have stayed, right? The tomb was an intermittent place. Right so that he could rest on the Sabbath so that they could go and retrieve him and then finally bury his body. Yes. Um, and so, you know, Pilate acquiescing to the Pharisees, because again, when you look at the the historical political unrest that was going on, yep. a Pilate is basically doing whatever he can so that Caesar doesn't have to come down and, and take over. Oh, because yeah. If it's Caesar's got to come down and take over, then he's done. He's yep. over with.
1: Well, and and you know, uh, history tells us Pilate he, he sort of got probably in his mind the armpit of the empire, right? By being assigned Judea anyway, yeah. Um, and had a very rocky relationship uh, with the Jewish population yeah. there through the time he was there. So, I mean, this is a nightmare for Pilate. Yeah. He he all the one thing that helps me every time I read the account is just think if you understand, Pilate cares about Pilate. That right. explains all the
2: data. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's all you at need times,
1: to know. At times, li- if he looks like he's being compassionate to Jesus or cruel, the overarching motive, he cares about Pilate. Right. Right? He He's going to do whatever it takes to keep these tensions at a minimum. Yes. It's his only goal. Yes. And it explains so much of the data. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> and allowing the body of Jesus right. Right, to just be yeah, kind of carefully swept away no, no, no! That's no, not no. going to happen. No, they, they, it's going to be assigned this rich man's tomb. Yeah, um,
0: it's placed under lock and key. Yeah, almost literally yep. under lock and key. There are guards. Armed there are guards yep. ready to go. Um, this, you know, boulder is placed in front of it yeah. to to ensure that nothing happens. So the idea that the disciples could even get to the body and bring it somewhere. Then the thought that okay, well, he's he's lying in this tomb, and so somehow he can re- miraculously recover enough in two days to roll this boulder away yeah. and to get out of the tomb. Just it, it, again, it just it falls apart. It just defies all sense and all logic. Yeah. When you think about how much he went through and and how weakened he would be in order to be able to do something oh. like that. I mean, you know, this this is something that, you know, the, this stone that's placed is something where it would have taken several people right. to move it in place. Of course. And we expect one man who has been beaten, and again, if we're going to say the swoon theory, beaten to within an inch of his life right. to get up and move this thing. And it just... yeah
1: it, You know, do you remember, like in high school, sometimes you'd be assigned in a debate, exercise a position yeah. you didn't believe. Man, it, I'd be so depressed if I was assigned the defense of <laughs> yeah. the swoon theory. Yeah. Honestly, because the, the, it's just so. Oh, really? Yeah. I gotta gin up some energy for right. that. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. Yikes.
0: Well, let's let's go ahead and move to uh, the the specter, the ghost. Oh yeah. So you know, let's let's move into the realm of of the fantastical. Right. You know, I mean, come on, Greg. Th- this is a primitive society. Right. I mean, you know, maybe. They believed in ghosts and so maybe what they thought was a ghost, maybe maybe it really was a ghost. Sure, you know, maybe yeah. maybe the spirit came out of the tomb and right. it, you know, everything else is just kind of concocted to work around the spirit of Jesus right. appearing in front of his disciples. Right. Why doesn't that work?
1: Yeah. Well, first one thing that's commendable about it, Nathan, and I say minimally commendable. Sure. At least if there's some attempt uh, in this, which is which, differs from the swoon theory and some of the other theories we may talk about today, but at least this theory has some some linkage to an afterlife. Right. Right. Uh, now, granted, it's far from the hope we have right. revealed in Scripture to us, but there there's something. Yeah. There there. You know, it's uh, when you think of. Uh, I remember, dude, many, many years ago, Patrick Swayze, Ghost. Yes, right. There's you know, people that oh, there is some kind of afterlife. At least there's something beyond this. That's about all I can say about right. it with any commendable uh, me. You know, mustering up some kind of kind word for it. Yeah. Um. The the main issue with this dude is it again the the account just it doesn't it doesn't square. Yeah. Uh. One of the things I love about the resurrection stories in all four gospels. is, is how multi sensory tactile they are. Yeah. You have a Jesus, who, in the case of look at John 20, the Thomas story. Yes. I mean, come on. Well, it's even mentioned there. Jesus is showing him. Yes. He's not a ghost. Because they think he is, they think he's a ghost, yeah. which is, is, well, my goodness, it shows even though I'm fascinated by it. Because Jesus predicts throughout his ministry, his three years with these guys, this is what's going to happen. He spells it out in detail, gives the whole itinerary. Turned over, right? Beaten, killed, crucified, yeah. uh, buried. Third day rises again. But when the the word comes to them from the women, first of all, that he's again,
2: no. Yeah.
1: And they'd be more inclined to believe he's a ghost. Yeah then physically present the way he was but fully resurrected. So um, the implication in John 20 I think is that the it, it, one of two things some think that that Thomas would have touched the wounds in Jesus wrist yeah uh, feet side uh, the text doesn't explicitly say that, but he invites him. He invites to. him to. Yeah, that's clear. And uh, my read on that has always been the proximity. When you're up close enough, dude. Right. If I want to show you this uh, imperfection on my face, or I want to show you, uh, you know, where my hairline starts or doesn't start. Right. <laughs> um. You know, yeah. I see it. Yeah. I could touch it. You're that close. Yes. That does this look like a ghost to you? Yeah. The other thing, dude, as we know, John's gospel is very helpful. Is uh, Jesus is eating? Yes. Never seen a ghost eat. Right. Right. That that doesn't quite work. Um, yep. But Jesus, I think they do eat in Ghostbusters, which never makes sense. Right. But not really. Those ghosts are like <laughs> Those ectoplasmic. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Made of Those some are weird, gross, yeah, like, weird, yeah. slimy substance. Yeah. So they're eating hot dogs from the you know, you know street vendor in New York or right. something. But um, no, ghosts aren't eating. Right. Uh, and Jesus is you know having breakfast with the disciples on the beach. Uh, the, the physicality of yeah. the story of the resurrection is so vivid. Yeah. Um. And, oh, it's just beautiful.
0: Well, I remember there there was a scare earlier when Jesus is walking on the water.
1: I think he's a ghost. You know,
0: yeah. and it's like th- there's something not right here, and Christ invites them to come out yes. and see. You know, just step out of the boat and come toward me, and you will see how real I am. And so fast forward to after the resurrection. It's the yeah. same thing. You know, no, 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 no. It's really me. I am really here, physically present. Right. See, see me, touch see me. See
1: me, touch me. Here, I love it. And again, what a oh, We don't have to somehow dispense with our normal sense of interacting with the world. Yeah. To consider the implications of our faith. It is physical. It yes. is concrete. I mean, first, John, dude, uh, let me just pull that up really quickly. Yeah. John's, you know, one of the original followers of Jesus, uh, and I love how he captures it in um, his letter. Uh, you know, his, he writes three letters. I'm going to pull that up now. First uh, John, here we go. Uh, listen to how it starts. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and have touched with our hands mm. concerning the word of life that life was made manifest and we've seen it and testify to it and proclaim it to you the eternal life which the father has made manifest to us yeah wow i mean multisensory <laughs> right. tactile like, that's christianity yeah it isn't a specter in the sky it's not right jesus slash casper Yes. Uh, floating through the ether that, you know, is kind of translucent, yeah. kind of there, kind of not there.
0: I'm a friendly um, ghost.
1: Yeah, exactly, dude. Or again, to go back, I remember, uh, wasn't the final scene, dude, in, in Ghost with Swayze and Demi Moore? Yeah. Um, you know, she can kind of see him right before yeah. he goes to heaven. to the light, yeah. In, into the light, because he's getting a little more. But, I mean, we have, a, and uh, she can never see him. Yeah. He has to speak through Whoopi Goldberg, the right, medium, right? Right, and it's hilarious because uh, you know she's singing, uh, or he can, she can hear him. Yes, memory singing. I'm Henry the Eighth. I right. am Henry. the 8th i am henry they driving <laughs> you know her crazy, and um, you know it. It was a clever yeah. story, but honestly, dude, man, how depressing. Yeah, yeah. The person's gone, and the best you can get is a voice an echo, a translucent glimpse. But the 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 resurrection story, that just the the ghost theory can. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't hold. hold, and and the many witnesses Paul yeah. talks about in First Corinthians 5. What are they going to tell you? Right. What John says here: saw, heard, touched. Yeah. Incredible.
0: It's a great quote by uh, Francis Schaeffer, and you know I've had I've had some debates with uh, different people on Francis Schaeffer. I, I love him. I think he's great. I, yeah. I think oh, he was. Yeah. I think he was a little uh, loony when it came to some things. You know, believing that the water is poisoned and things yeah. like that. But. He he says Christianity is the greatest intellectual system the mind has ever touched. Yeah, I, I mean, the the concept that we are invited to, as we said at the beginning of this podcast, to press and yes. test, and it, it's not a it's not a faith where we just again blindfold ourselves, close our eyes and throw a dart randomly hoping to hit a bull'seye. yes it's a faith of hey guess what this chair that you've sat in for a hundred times is still just as strong sit in it now yes it will hold you up yeah and that's you know that's the faith when we sat down today we were not examining these chairs
1: Ooh, and dude <laughs> any chair that supports me I'm exercising faith all the time brother all the time.
0: But that's the faith that it's talking about, it is, is. is you you put it to the test, yep. and it, you know what? Time and time again, you will see that it will hold you up. Yes. It's not going to let you down. And that's the faith that we're talking about, yeah. is the one that's been tested, the one that's been seen, the one that publicly has been put out in display for all to see and all to test. Yes. And and that's, that's the faith that we hold, and that's what we're talking about here is... You know, when you come up against any of these arguments, ask the question. Yes. Ask the question. Yes. Don't don't shy away no, from it. No. Um, in the so, end of the,
1: at, at the end of the day, dude, I think it'll build your faith. Yeah, I really do. I I said that in a recent sermon, and, and uh, somebody asked me about it. I said, "Great, I've never heard you you say it like that, but I meant it." That there are times I will take this idea of the resurrection and challenge myself. Yeah, because I think of. Um, The book of Acts, what, chapter 4 into chapter 5, Gamaliel, a respected Pharisee rabbi. Yep. Um, James and John report, we're going to keep preaching Jesus. You're not going to tell us to stop. Yep. We're going to obey God rather than men. You know, what are we to do? Yes. We're commanded to preach uh, this resurrected Jesus. And um, the Sanhedrin is deciding what to do. Yeah. Hey, do we, we bring these guys in and kill them? Right. Imprison them. And Gamaliel says, uh, "You might want to be really careful, because he says if this is from men, it's it's gonna fall. Yes, it might ha- it might last a little while. We'll get some but traction.
0: It's, it's a trend. Yeah,
1: dude, every trend fails. Yep, right. Uh, remember Wordle? Yeah, uh, <laughs> My like, space. I want to know. Yeah, how, yeah. How many people <laughs> in the audience are still doing their daily Wordle? Yeah." How many people in the audience are on MySpace, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just the nature of the Even yeah. harmless, innocuous things trend.
2: Yeah.
1: The dangerous stuff trends too. Yeah. Uh, and it it so I, I it's brilliant wisdom. If it's from men, it doesn't have any staying power. If it's from God, and He says you will not be able to stop it, and will find yourselves fighting God. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You know, and I think that this idea let the resurrection... hey. If it's wrong, yeah. let your thinking show you that it's wrong. Yep. Let me know how that goes, too. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, I have talked, I've thought about this for so long now, and it's one of the most faith-building experiences yeah. I can have, to look deep into the the heart of the resurrection story itself yeah. and ask it its hard questions.
0: Well, and that goes to show, because we, you know, we we push on the Pharisees a lot yeah because Christ did that of course. Um, yeah but at the end of the day there there were a, a lot of Pharisees. First of all, we need to understand that they, these they were spread out throughout the entire region of Israel yeah and and even beyond because sure. there were you know Jewish temples and other sectors uh, yeah. throughout the areas after um, the the scattering and all of the all that stuff. Um, but there were, there was a lot of, of wisdom and godliness that was coming from there as well. Yeah. Um, that, that we can't forget about that. Yeah. There was a lot of corruption, particularly in the heart of Jerusalem, which was where the heart of worship was supposed to be for Israel. But man, the, the wisdom of Gamaliel, right? Like (laughs) watch out guys.
1: Right. Oh, you know,
0: this may or may not be from God, but if it is, um, you're going to find yourselves in trouble if yeah. we act on this.
1: I was going to say, you're going to find yourselves fighting with God. Right. And I love how it's just a perfect elliptical, it, you don't need to say a thing after that. Yeah. You know what that means. <clears throat> you know, it's, a, oh, yeah. Remember we did the uh, the bonus podcast. I mean, we say it about human characters. Yeah. Right? <laughs> when we talked about John Wick, the yes. guys out about John Wick. I mean, it's silly by comparison, but, oh. Messed with John Wick. Right. When you say to somebody, really, like Amalou, you will find yourselves fighting with God. Yeah. There's nothing else to say.
2: Yeah. That's it. Done. Yep.
1: And because you don't need to say anything else, you know the result. And uh, I think that the resurrection and these counterclaims were right in the heart of that high stakes level yes. uh, idea. And it's, it's so faith building when you can go through it and come out and say, wow. Yeah, these there really is no other explanation, um, dude. What are the other counters?
0: Um, so, one is kind of similar to the ghost zombie. Oh, right, um, right, yeah. A, again, like I, I think we would say, you know, the the same thing, kind of a mix between the ghost and the zombie thing. Yeah. Like, so this this kind of rotting reanimated corpse is going to push a stone aside and start walking out. The interesting thing too is right. We are not given a description of the risen Christ bloodied and, and all uh, goopy and decaying. I mean, this is Christ bears the scars, but he is in a glorified state.
1: Yes. I I think dude, it's probably, and I want to be, very dip my toe very gingerly sure, in this bowl. Sure, sure. I've often thought whatever Peter, James, and John saw on the Mount of Transfiguration, yes, is probably similar. Yeah. Um. There's something about Jesus' countenance that changes. Yep. The the garment is whiter. I think Mark says than any launderer yeah. on earth could make white. Which is interesting that Mark, of all people, gets it in there because he's the shortest gospel. Right. Mark does a few things like that. He actually, in the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus has the people sit on the green grass.
2: Oh, yeah. Just some l- little, yeah, little interesting details yeah. like
1: that. And, and the, the launderer comment uh, in in the, in the transfiguration story. And, of course, for those that may not know very quickly, that's a, uh, when Jesus, uh, you know, he had 12 followers. He seems to have singled out three of them yep. for some special moments. Yes. training And Peter, James, and John uh, are in yeah. that category. And they're there. Uh, Moses and Elijah, two Old Testament yes. heroes, appear yep. in a splendorous radiating kind of, of light is how I think of it, some kind of outshining. God's voice speaks. This is my son. Listen to him. Yep. Peter, James, and John are terrified, right? uh, rightly so. Right. Um, they know it's still Jesus. Yeah, I don't know that one hundred percent, but there seems to be a very similar yeah connection there. There, there's they see Jesus, they recognize him, but he's different. Yes, so there is use the use of the ten cent words continuity and discontinuity. And so, real quick word about the zombie idea. Dude. Yeah. actually, I'm glad you brought it up because in our day and age, look, there are kids. You can find this on TikTok or anything. Kids that that. And, and adults yeah. that have these sites, how to prepare for the zombie apocalypse, right? right? Yeah. We laugh because there's our shows like The Last of Us right. or The Walking Dead uh, and, you know, Shaun of the Dead and all these, you know, 28 right. Days Later. World
0: War Z. And,
1: oh, yeah. it, we're obsessed with it, you know, culturally, pop culturally. There, there's this thing. But one of those things they all have in common, the, the zombie... The body is a host, yes, and there's something else. in In The Last of Us, it's uh, Cordyceps. Yeah, uh, it's this uh, bacterial growth, right? Yeah. For some, it's a virus. For yeah. some, it could be a an evil presence animating, like yeah. in the uh, a, the Evil Dead yeah. stuff, right? You, you've got
0: Doctor uh, Strange, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes.
1: You, you you've got these uh, Sam Raimi type things, but in every zombie thing, it's never really continuity with who the person previously was yes their body's a shell so again you look at the resurrection accounts yeah. across the board and the connection to jesus before the crucifixion is indissoluble it's right there yeah he's referring this is what i told you yeah they're interpreting everything it's the same jesus Yep. so just if you want to go down that zombie path if anybody would you'd say well the accounts stand in stark contrast yes. to this um and then I remember the other one dude we were talking about was the hallucination
0: yes theory. that was the one I was going to get to next yeah yeah
1: yeah I was I was trying to think yeah uh, t- two on this one dude uh, sometimes there there are some sociologists anthropologists mm-hmm. that will make an argument well in very rare cases yeah there can be a shared hallucination yeah yeah um, this comes up sometimes with, like, uh, the Salem witch trials. Right. Was there a shared hallucination if there wasn't demonic activity or, or whatever? We don't need to uh, go down that road too much. But then there's one, I, I talked to you about this, dude, off air one time. Yeah. You could Google it, and I did that night. Now I don't have it. But there is a book, our leaders, you, you could just Google this, that talks about uh, – The Jesus Movement and the Mushroom Cult. Yes. Yeah. I remember. Um, Yeah. I remember
0: you bringing that up one time.
1: I think it was in the 60s. Dave Shai first told me about it. So it's a little before my time. uh, And I'm just looking if I can find it quickly. Um, I think I found it, dude. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it was written in 1970. Okay. The Sacred Mushroom and the Cross. So <laughs> it's, it's a book written by John Allegro. Uh, he's a British guy. And uh, the book relates the development of language to the development of myths, the roots of Christianity, the roots of Christianity, and many other religions lay in fertility cults. And that cult, pra- cult practices, such as ingesting visionary plants, to perceive the mind of God persisted into the early Christian era. So I believe this is the one Dave Shive pointed me to. Yeah. Now it explains some things that, yeah, there's this mushroom cult that has these hallucinogenic properties. So they, they, and, and in this kind of, you know, euphoric frenzy, right. They've got this Jesus thing. All right. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Talk about cults. Right. Wacko cults. Um, the Branch Davidians. Yeah. How long do they typically last, the Manson cult? They they endure through decades.
2: Oh, no. Generations. I mean, yeah.
1: They're one and done. Yeah. They do not have within them the seeds of long-term sustainability. Right. Right. So yeah. you, you have to deal with the fact, okay, so this, this mushroom cult right. is why we're here in a church building in 2023. Right. It's why we've got missionary enterprises in every part of the known world today. It's why hospitals, orphanages, right. cathedrals, um, you know, uh universities. Universities, right. are because of this mushroom right. Again, dude, sometimes I'm almost wow, there are some real stretches, yeah. that you can go to. Yeah. to reject the yeah. a pretty plain the, explanation. Yeah. Hey, Jesus is who he said he was. Yeah. He died and rose again, and people saw him, touched him, interacted with him, and and the buzz and the energy and the spirit went through the world. Yeah, and yeah. the message went out and preached. That makes a lot more sense. How a group of uneducated people with no access to political, economic, educational power, right, could change the fabric of society,
0: right. Well, because let's be real, I the, the whole mushroom idea has to have has to have a lot of history into it in terms of so are we talking about they were ingesting the mushrooms while they were with this person in right, Jesus? I agree. Yeah. Or you know, because now now we have to explain away three years right. of their accounts and walks with this person yeah. and what he said and what he did. Are we talking about the only ingested the mushrooms after he died, which now you've got to explain another 40 days yes, of him walking around in many eyewitness accounts. Paul yep. says over 500 people yeah. seeing him and interacting with him. So it, it just, it gets to the point where statistically when you're looking at this, like you said, this doesn't make sense. Like right. you're stretching this and you've got to explain. You've got to do so many intellectual backflips. Right. In order to allow yourself to be able to postulate and go through this thing in order to to understand it because the reality is at the end of the day, if this was just like a mass hallucinogenic thing, why were the Pharisees so worried? Right. Why was the Roman government so concerned? with the potential that this man could raise from the dead. Right. And then once he's raised, why are the Pharisees now going around trying to say, no, 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 it was actually the disciples that stole the body. Right. right. There's all this cover-up and cover story to try to explain. These things are not new. No. Right? And that's what we need to understand is these things are not new that, that back over 2,000 years ago, the Pharisees were trying to explain away the resurrection right. just as people are trying to do right. today.
1: Well, and again, yeah. Show me a cult that has been able to pull something like this off generationally, Right. With a sustained infrastructure, et cetera. Right. Did Jim Jones do it? Yeah. No, they all yeah. died. They all, yeah. He drank the Kool-Aid and died. Did Manson right. do it? No, he went to prison and rotted and died. Right. And his little band of murderers were, were arrested, yeah. disbanded, uh, uh, kill? Did David Koresh do it? Of course not. Yeah. I mean, they were he, he burned, you know they, they they were burned to death in Waco, Texas. And yeah, children, these twelve-year-old brides that he had. So this mushroom cult idea. Oh, really? Right, really? <laughs> right. Wow, they were they were the most successful <laughs> wackadoodle cult in the right. history of cults. That that you're right. Somehow overcame the military might of Rome. The religious and educational, economic power of first-century Judaism to establish this thing, and you're right. I'm with you. I mean, you almost picture the Roman authorities. Yeah, whatever, dude. Right. Uh, You know what I mean? Those are the wacky (laughs) tobacchies. Right. um, You know, smoking on the peace pipe. Right. I mean, it's Nero
0: was not torching and sending hallucinogenic people into the Colosseum to kill. Like
1: that's well said. You know that's well said.
0: The Roman government was terrified that yeah. power was going to be taken from them by a person. Yes. The person of Jesus. That's right. who they're afraid of. That's why the 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 disciples. That's why the followers of Jesus are being persecuted because they're not going to acquiesce. And let's be real. If you're hallucinogenic, you're probably likely to acquiesce.
1: Well, yeah, I would think so. Uh,
0: you know, you're um, not going to acquiesce to you, they were not acquiescing. They were not giving in to no. All of these gods? No, no, sorry. There's one God. We yeah. have seen Him in the person of Jesus Christ come from the Father under the power of the Holy Spirit. Right, and that's who we worship.
1: Well, dude, I, and a hallucinogenic state. I mean, it's let's call it. It's being high. It's right. It's an army of Jeff Spicoli's. Right. Yeah, uh, from Fast Times. Hey, dude, man, right. if I got some cool right. buds and tasty waves. I mean it it's laughable. Yeah. Which I remember when Dave Shah told me about it, he, I remember he was chuckling cuz oh yeah there was a book and I you know I thought it was the 60s clothes it was yeah. 1970 that that had a little moment the book itself apparently was a trend um had a little moment and I think I am sure the majority of skeptics that that don't believe in maybe the bible's account of christian origins yeah. are still laughing at the mushroom oh, yeah. cult people. It's just it it's absurd but all these things Nathan show wow there there's some roads you could go down yeah or you could look at the plain yeah plainly stated um account yes we have in scripture which it claims to be eyewitness testimony yes followed up by martyrs yes who willingly died yeah. again for what they knew especially that original crew they had concocted for the hundredth time, dude, you and I got a good thing going. We're making money. Right. The moment somebody puts a gun to our head, okay, just kidding, just kidding, fellas. Uh, we had a good run, Nathan. Right. You know, we 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 fooled them all for a couple of years and made a little dough and got our name, uh, you know, uh, in in lights in the big city. Right. But it's not what happened. No. No. Fascinating.
0: The other one, we, we kind of alluded on this a uh, couple times, uh, The Stolen Body. Oh, yeah. That, and again, I think we've addressed this one too, right? That,
1: yeah, you're, you're dealing with the same... Yeah. Uh, it's it's funny that this, you know, I'm, I'm pursuing my MFA yeah. in, in writing. Yeah. And um, I think this fits. I can't remember the guy's name, but whoever was the, uh, the showrunner behind Casablanca, uh, one of the producers... But uh, this came up in in one of our lectures that most stories have a three-act structure, right? Yes. And the guy who did Casablanca, it's going to drive me nuts, but uh, apparently was famous for saying, yeah, look, you don't need to overthink it. You know, act one, put a guy in a tree. Act two, have people throw rocks at the guy in the tree. Act three: Get the guy out of the tree. Yeah, um, and you think that kind of explains right. that, thats your your rising action, your crisis and conflict, your resolution, and and uh, you know resolve at the end. Um, and in a sense, there are one of the exercises I'm learning in moving a plot forward: know your characters well. And Just throw a bunch of obstacles at him, yeah. I mean, it's basically the diehard form, right? Take this guy, make him likable, you know, he's trying to make his marriage work, right? He's, he's kind of prideful, you relate to him now. Put him in the you know, uh, you know, Nakatomi Plaza, put him in the right. building, put Alan Rickman and a bunch of terrorists, right? Okay, hey, take away his shoes and socks, right? Put broken glass all over what you know, um. You know, have his have his radio only be able to reach the cop but nobody else. Have You know, throw as many obstacles as you can. Yep. At some point, all these theories have to deal with the obstacles, the, the rocks in the tree. Yeah. What are you going to do? You know, you've got uh, a stone in front of the tomb yep. that uh, one man can't move. You've got armed guards. Yeah. You've got the Jewish authorities worried about the rumor. You've got the Romans worried about keeping the peace. It's still... You know that Easter Sunday, we're at the end of Passover weekend. Come on, come on. We right. we, we don't need any more upheavals right. in the city. So how how are the disciples going to get the body? Right. I mean, are are all of a sudden are we are we reading a uh, a special ops screenplay right. where they're like this? You know. Group of crack commandos right. that are going to go SEAL, in. Team, six seal team, team Six. SEAL Team Six. Yeah. Peter's six reporting <laughs> here. He's got the you know the little earpiece in his ear, and yeah, okay, I'm Matthew, you got it. I'm going in. Yeah, good luck, <laughs> right? Good luck, Fisherman. Right. First right?
0: of all, uh, you know they they were still sitting scared in the oh, house. Yeah. Uh, you know that's I mean, a great
1: point, dude. Who would they last want to go near? Yeah. A, yeah. A, somebody a, a Jewish or Roman? Yeah. Position of authority, a law enforcer. Yeah.
0: So much so that on Sunday, the guys are still scared at the house, yep. and it's the women it's the who women. are going to the tomb yeah. to see if they can somehow treat the body a little bit, put yes. some spices on. Of course.
1: It was one last sort of tender act of yeah. kindness to the, Lord, the the Jesus they loved.
0: And it's not until the rumor gets back that yep. he's alive. And even that, like, they, there's still, well, this, still, unbelief. There's
1: still mean, this unbelief. Well, they still believe There's still this unbelief. These poor women, my goodness, dude. I mean, I'm again in a patriarchal age. Yeah, the fact that that's the story. Yeah, that you've got guys admitting the women told us and we didn't believe them.
2: Right. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah. Uh, and again, I just think, well, why would proud men tell that story? Because it's true. Yeah. And I, in order to communicate Jesus. Yeah. I've got to tell what happened. Yeah. Because once you deal with the reality of who he is, you're like, I'm not messing with it. Yeah, I'll just tell it exactly as it happened. So you got all their foibles and all their cowardice and their 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 back and forth vacillating. Oh, and you got the women kind of outdoing them.
2: Right. It, if we're yeah. quite honest,
1: I mean, they're, they're there at the cross. Yeah. Uh, with exception of John as the one guy, they're 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 all in. Yeah. Uh, because they had tethered. All their hopes to him. And if you think about it, that always fascinates me. The guys had some other things they could go back to. They normally do. Their jobs. Yeah. You know, they may get a little of their reputation back, a little of their old rhythm back. Yep. Uh, The women that bet entirely on Jesus,
2: that's all they have.
1: What are they going to? Yeah. You know, I mean, if anything, they're the the crazies that follow this guy. And according to Luke 8, they they financed a big portion of his ministry. It names the women. Uh, you know, those first few verses of Luke 8. Yeah. So, yeah, just the fact that somehow in this world, the disciples are going to get in and steal that body. Right. Again, sure. Yeah. Dude, I, uh, I, uh, I beat Michael Phelps in a, uh, you know, 200-meter butterfly, you know, when right. he was in his prime. Yeah, was that, there
0: anyone there that saw it? No. Uh, well,
1: no, but it, trust me.
0: It, yeah. Trust yeah. me. It was a closed event.
1: Yeah, closed event, no cameras, no witnesses, yeah. but that's what happened. Yeah. You know, the moment I say, Oh, yeah, it was a crowded event. There were many people there. Right. Really? Well, let's check that story. Yeah. Out. And
0: guess what? Here are some of their names.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and
0: that's and that's what Paul does. You know, Paul invites us. I mean, he he names names. You yeah. know, he drops he doesn't just say, Hey, there are five hundred people. So oh, I love it. I mean, all throughout. Scripture, he's saying, "Yeah, go check with this person. Go oh, check yeah. with this person." Yeah. I mean, this is what Luke does, right? Yep. Luke is writing his account for Theophilus, and he's like, "Yes, I have talked to so many people. Yeah, and here is the account that I have for you."
1: And the easiest thing Paul could have done, due to that point in First Corinthians fifteen, is to say he appeared to more than five hundred. Now, they're they're all dead.
2: They're all dead. Yeah,
1: he doesn't. No, most of whom are, are still, still alive.
2: alive. Yeah.
1: Ooh, that's a gutsy.
2: Yeah.
1: Open-handed gesture, isn't it? Yeah. Meaning, uh, yeah, you can, you can track them down. Yeah. Because I told you they were alive. Oh, yep. well, I'd like to talk. That's the whole point. Right. That's why he says it. Right. He's so certain and confident of the story.
0: And that's what we see God doing all throughout Scripture from beginning to end, that yeah. His, he is not operating in a vacuum. He is putting his glory on display for the world to see. Yes. When he delivers uh, the, the, uh, Israelites out of Egypt, his glory is there for that massive empire at that time to see who he is and what he's doing. And as they enter into the land that he's giving to his people, I mean the, the 40 years of wandering around the desert, God is still putting his glory on display, protecting his people. Absolutely. Until the generation's ready to enter in time after time, God is putting himself out there putting his people out there saying look yeah. this is who I am. I always it, it fascinates me because when um the the Israelites wind up on the doorsteps of Jericho. Yeah. The people of Jericho know why they're there oh, and they know who is on their side. This is why that place is shut down so tight oh. because they feel like well at least behind our walls we're safe and nobody can get through. I mean, you know, I think it's it said what the the length of like two chariots could yeah. ride on top of this wall. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. You know, and and God wants it shown that I'm here for the entire world to see. Yeah. And my glory is going to be made for the entire world to see. Right. This isn't done behind closed no. doors.
1: It's not secretive, mystical. Uh, that's what Gnosticism was, a uh, uh, early heresy in in the first century. It was this. Sort of the secret uh, mystic, only the initiated yeah. can get access and see it. Reminds me, did you ever see Mystery Men? Yes. Do you remember yeah. the Invisible Boy? Yes. It's my favorite. <laughs> he can only be invisible when no one's looking. Yeah. It's <laughs> just such a brilliant little little yeah. subversion of that.
0: Young Cuba Gooding Jr., right? Uh, was that?
1: No, no. But you know what? I see why you're thinking. I don't think it was Cuba Gooding. Okay. But he sort of looks like yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, no, because actually it was after Cuba Gooding was in uh, *Jerry Maguire* '96, oh, right. and you're I think right. this is yeah. 2000 or '99, yeah. so yeah, it was you're even right. a couple years later. But I can't remember who that actor is. But just that yeah. they, <laughs> can only be invisible when nobody's <laughs> that's looking. That's right. Uh,
0: I did it. I'm invisible. I'm, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: Dude, it's it's just it was brilliant to yeah. me, right? Because it sort of <laughs> exposes. Yeah, that's what some of those. Uh, religious cults, again, Gnosticism yeah. proposed. You get initiated. Yeah. You'll see these things. Other people, oh, that's convenient. Yeah. So it's out of my ability to access because I'm not one of the initiated. Yeah. And you're going to tell... And Christianity, right? The Here it is. Yeah. Here it is. Times, dates, uh, open to inquiry yes. and investigation.
0: Well, in Christ's entire... The entire process of his death... And resurrection all throughout. Again, the things that are going on, oh, yeah. right? I mean, you've got you've got the darkness that comes over. I mean, this is. Wait a minute, guys! This shouldn't be it shouldn't be dark. This is uh, three o'clock in the afternoon right now, yeah. uh, and it's it's dark. I mean, it's you know described as not really being able to see what's yeah. going on around you. Wow. We have the the veil in um in the holy of holies that is completely torn yeah. in two. Not like, oh, it fell down and kind of ripped. I mean, this thick, heavy curtain that yeah. separated us from a holy God is is literally like somebody has ripped it yes. and torn it in half.
1: Another great example, physical concrete.
0: The uh, The earthquakes, mm-hmm. the dead rising. I yeah. mean, all of these things, like hey, guys, this this isn't a normal Friday. Right. Something right. is different
1: here. Yeah, and it's not something in the invisible realm. Right. You, you have to trust me. Yeah. I know. You, you yeah. don't know. Yeah.
0: I know, but you yeah. don't. People are literally scared spitless yeah. as all these things are going on, so much so that the Roman soldier who's overseeing all of this uh, execution looks and said, we were wrong. This was the Son of God. Right.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: We we've made a mistake here.
1: And uh, by the way, audience, Nathan did say spitless. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes, I did. I wonder how many. People, wait. What? What was that? Well, yeah. we say we're on churchy. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> dude, no, that was gold. I heard you loud and clear. Just yeah. ought to have a little fun. But
0: then we have the resurrection, and we have we have the earthquake that comes. Right. Yeah. The ground shakes. Yeah. During the sunrise, we have the angels that are there, ready to greet the first mm-hmm. visitors. Why are you looking for the, the living, the among, living the among the dead? One of my favorites, man. You know, quote? and so like again, this is not private. This yeah. is a public declaration that this man was the Messiah. He did exactly what he said he was going to do, yeah. and guess what? He's now among you again. Absolutely. And and it's- then Christ goes and starts visiting his
1: followers. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Oh, I love it.
0: So love good. It. Any other of the theories that you wanted to talk about before we... Uh...
1: Not really, dude. I've looked. Those really are the main ones. Yeah. Uh, those are the main ones, which shows there's not that many of them. No. Uh, and again, none of them really carry... They're all... I, I. This is one of those things that I don't feel like you have to have a Ph.D., Right. to be able to commonsensically sort of deconstruct uh, a theory. And, and, you know, again, we're, just, we're not inviting people to be obnoxious and ridicule people that maybe read something or heard something, but just invite somebody, Hey, you know what? I think I've heard that theory. Could we talk about it? Cause I've actually, yeah I've actually talked to my friend Nathan about this. We had a really interesting conversation. Don't have to tell him it was a topic for a podcast, right. but just, um I'd love to talk to you about that. And just kind of, you know, most people I think asking the right questions, so, I mean, how do you think that would work? Yeah. In light of these factors. Yeah. You know, the, these obstacles. You know, how do you get the guy out of the tree, in other words? Yes. Uh, when you've got all these things happening, get, give me a. Well, the Bible gives us the, how he how gets out of the tree. Yes. This is the story. Now, you give me one that, that's better, that works better. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, no, I just think, again, I've so enjoyed this month, Nathan. To, yeah. Because, I mean, Easter was a while ago now. Oh, it was yeah. the ninth. But to be able to just. Squeeze and, we, and yeah. let's be, we've barely scratched the surface. Oh, I know it's such know. a topic.
0: How many, uh, how many studies, theologians, books have explored this oh. topic and the the various facets of it? And yeah. there's just there is no there there is no end to it. No, uh, you know, so that and again, that's when you look at okay, why why do I believe that this is truth? Yeah. Because it is. Yeah. Because the evidence that is presented before me, I believe it just as much as I believe there was a revolutionary war. Sure. I believe it just as much as I believe George Washington was the first president of the United States. Yep. His I believe historical it, yeah, evidence. Yeah, there's just, it It holds up. When you start diving in, it holds up to all of the scrutiny yeah. of history yeah. um, and all of the historical evidences. I mean, there, there is a criteria for what, makes a document historically accurate and and this this blows the minimum away yeah it does um and and it's just so exciting
1: that's the way to end it dude it blows it away
0: blows it away greg until the next time we just rock the casbah
1: yes sir thank you again for listening
0: to these go to 11 and unchurchy conversation about everyday faith once again, please make sure you like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. And if you ever find yourself in the Forest Hill, Maryland area, please feel free to stop by at 135 Industry Lane. And you can get all of our service times and information at ChristFC.org. These go to 11.